Hey friends, you're listening to Whole Heart with Monica C. Guidry, a place where you can discover your purpose, your passion, and a place to get tips to get zest for your life back. Keep listening. Every Monday and Thursday, new uploads and tons of laughs right here. All right, welcome to Whole Heart, friends. I'm so glad that you could join us. Uh, For those who will be watching this YouTube video later and to those that are listening in now, so glad that you're here. And I'm so excited about today's show because I have a beautiful woman on here who's beauty and brains. And her name is, uh, she's a, well, let me tell you first what she is. She's a master coach. Yes, there is a thing and she is that. She's a master coach. Her name is Karen Eldad. She has been seen on the Today Show, um, CNBC. She is, um, you can find her on social media, on um, Instagram. And are you on Facebook or anything like that? Of course, I'm on Facebook. You're you're everywhere. You're on all social media Mm. platforms. Except Um, for Twitter. I hate Twitter. I'm not on Twitter either. Can't stand it. I, I I don't understand the concept of Twitter. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, I'm having a squirrel moment. Yeah, it's literally like for your random musings and thoughts. And uh, that's not really our jam, is it? No, not at all. Nothing random. But anyway, thank you so much and welcome to Whole Heart. I know my audience is going to love you. Um, before we get into it, or I'm going to just get right into it. Um, there's this thing that you've, you've done and it's called Pivot with Enthusiasm. Was this like a, a conference or um, w- tell me a little bit about what, what, what that was? Okay. Well, first I want to say, Monica, thank you so much for having me. I absolutely love your show, your budding new show. I have listened to every episode. I know where you're coming from and it's pure heart and what you're offering to people is a real gift. I also want to clarify to people out there who might be thinking that master coach is a way of flattering myself. Come on. I want to explain what that is. Master coach is a coach that coaches other coaches. We are trainers, so we, the highest level of accreditation or the gold standard of accreditation is International Coaching Federation or ICF uh, accreditation. And those who are master coaches are coaching other coaches. This basically means that we're very trained, but it also means that our bullshit meter is very, very thin. We can it. smell it a mile away. So that's really what a master coach means. The third thing I want to say is, yes, Pivot with Enthusiasm is my newest series, and it's a talk series. It's a free talk series, I would like to say. I don't do almost anything for free, so that's a big deal. (laughs) And um, it's an offering that I created through the COVID crisis because the number one thing that people were calling in to my podcast show to ask about or talking to me about in session or talking to me about in seminars was, Karen, what do I do? What do I do? This is a big catastrophe. I'm either going to fall off a cliff or I'm going to figure this out. How do I figure this out? And that's a pivot. And it wasn't just about a career pivot. It was a lot of people whose lives came to a boiling point. I do not need to tell you how much the divorce rate has been impacted through COVID. We know this already. So a lot of people are really rediscovering what to do with their lives and what their lives are about. And it's come to a point of pivot, a real radical shift from where you have been. So I created Pivot with Enthusiasm to answer the most basic questions and to give people the the couple of strategies, the first four strategies that you need to create radical change in your life. Um, I'm hosting another one tomorrow with the Female Founders Collective. I will host one more with Industrious, which is a really big 
uh, organization throughout the United States in August. So right. follow my Instagram and you can, you can check one of these out if that's for you. What's your handle? Tell, tell people that are listening how, because let's just get into it because. My Instagram sure handle that. is at coach Karen and Karen is spelled with two E's. So at coach K like Kardashian, E-R-E-N. And that's where you can find information about the next pivot with enthusiasm coming to a town near you. <laughs> right. Well, you heard it ladies. Get on it. All right. So. When I think of the phrase pivot with enthusiasm or just pivot period, I think of going in a direction and then having to alter that direction, not necessarily um, knowing that you're going to do it. It's a quick shift when I think of a pivot. And so when you think of pivot with enthusiasm, you don't necessarily think of it in terms of a good term. It's not something that you would think lightly. It's something that is abrupt something that kind of throws you off kilter. So I was thinking about the crisis that we're in and then just basically the crossroads that we all find ourselves in, in life, period. We all come to this crossroad. We all come to a point of transition. And it's not necessarily something that uh, catches us, you know, it catches us off guard. So think of it in terms of a curveball. So how would you talk to somebody or what would you say to someone who is in this transition or has to quickly pivot because life has thrown them a curveball. How do they stay enthusiastic about life when that has happened? First of all, Monica, I know very well that you know the answer to your own question <laughs> because there's a flawed premise in the question. Mm. The premise that is flawed is that the change was abrupt, that mm-hmm. something is coming at you. Nothing is ever coming at you. Mm -hmm. Life, whether you like it or not, like when people tell you that they're stuck and you're like, well, time is still passing nearby. Love, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) So nothing is coming at you and nothing is abrupt. Yes, COVID did come out of nowhere, but technically speaking, many things have been shifting in your industry for years. And you have been in a comfort zone for a very long time. And you've possibly been asking for a change for a very long time. So why don't you choose to see it that way? It's going to make the blow a lot softer. It's going to make it a lot less abrupt. That's the first flawed premise. The second flawed premise is that a pivot is in a completely new direction. It's not. Pivot really means on your own axis. So, for example, think about a train. When a train diverts, goes off track, it's still going on the same rails. It's simply curving. It's not breaking off the tracks taking itself to another place and then starting to roll again. That's not logical. What we're just asking you to do is to rotate on your own axis, to take everything that you've brought thus far and, and literally gently nudge it in a new direction rather than completely start over. When people think of complete starting over, they get lost. They get exacerbated. They think that everything that they have is going to be destroyed. And that's where the pain comes from. That's where the with enthusiasm part becomes illogical because you are thinking about what is lost rather than what is naturally progressing. If you start to understand that you're simply naturally progressing, that your soul came here to grow, not to sit on a sofa and be fed, but to grow. That's right. Oh my gosh. Begin to line up with it. And that's very exciting. Nobody came here to sit on a sofa and not do anything. That's, that's really fun for like a couple of hours. Like, for example, when season four of The Crown shows up, I don't mind telling you, Monica, I will be on a couch for a, book, a good five hours. <laughs> but other than that, I don't want my life to be lived on a couch. I didn't come here for sitting. I came right. here 
to create and to move and to express who I am. And that means movement. Wow. That's incredible. There's so many nuggets in all of that. I like when you said that you, it, it doesn't really take you off guard or surprise. And I like how you said that you're in your own um, axle. Is that, is that my, rabbi, my rabbi, um, I'm Jewish. Uh-huh. My rabbi always says, nothing happens suddenly. And when he used to say this to me in the early days, I got so angry at him. I would say, what are you talking about? Uh, this breakup took me completely by surprise. What are you talking about? And he said, no, a tree doesn't just appear in your garden, Karen. There are seeds and there is water and there is nurturing and there is growth. Now, maybe you can't see the progression, but it happened a long time ago. Accept right now, no matter who you are out there, accept right now that you have been asking for a long time for something different. Maybe you didn't know what you were asking for, but you asked for something different. And I'm sorry that it has to look as aggressive as coronavirus or I'm sorry that it has to look as aggressive as having to rechange your career. I did. I remember uh, Monica years ago. Let me tell you a little about my personal story. Uh, about six years ago, I got divorced, and in the divorce, lost a lot of my money, if not all my money. Uh-huh. And uh, like many people in the divorce, and also I, I had to move, and that means a new job. And in the looking for a new job, I realized that the industry I was working in, which was the publishing industry, was evaporating. It was really quickly changing. There were no huge salaries anymore. There was no expense accounts. There were no big jobs. Uh, All the magazines were folding. Now, this really upset me because what the hell? Am I supposed to reinvent my career at almost 40? How dare the world change the game on me? Wow. When my rabbi said, Nothing happens suddenly. Maybe you haven't really wanted to be in this career for a long time. Maybe hustle was starting to drain you. Maybe you were really asking for a big change. Maybe you're worth something else around here. Maybe there's something else that you're meant to explore. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started to ask different questions and to just go with the flow rather than against the flow. I love it. And that's where you end up with different answers and a different career and a different life. So how, how do you, how do you maintain a sense of gratitude in all of that? How, how, for, for people out there that are saying, I mean, I, I hear you coach Karen, you know, sure. I, I probably did see the seeds and yeah. I probably did see this stuff happen, but it did. And now my world is turned upside down. And now what am I supposed to do? Well, th- I was struggling with how the much? question, how do you maintain gratitude? I'd like to actually start by finding some gratitude. There you go. You can't really maintain what you don't have, and you certainly can't fake it. So the first thing that you need to do is find a different perspective or reach for a different perspective. You can't control what happens to you. I'm sorry to anybody out there who thinks that you have control over anything. You have none. If anything, prove this to us as a teeny tiny little virus that has brought the whole world to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. So whatever we've been clinging on to that we think we can control, no, you can't congratulations, deal with it. And that's not to be unkind. It's literally to give you your power back. I'm Mm -hmm. saying this because I want you to understand that if you can find a way to see this, not as happening to you, but as happening for you, Mm -hmm. not as happening because God is punishing you, but as God's grace, as a sign of God's grace, you will be able to find deep, not only acceptance, but deep meaning for it. Every closed door is an open door. For better or worse, every ending is a beginning. You can choose to see it as an ending, and it's okay to be in grief if that's where you are. It's normal to feel grief. But grief is not 
for a lifetime. I say this respectfully, grief is for a season. And at some point you must see that where something has closed, something else has opened. You know, we are speaking today on a, on a very tough day. It's been a tough day for the, for the United States with another record with coronavirus. But it's also been a really tough day for celebrities. Elvis Presley's grandson was found dead. Oh. Kelly Press, I didn't even know that, that John Travolta's wife was sick. I didn't know. Naya Rivera's body was found. She was 33 years old, which is just, I can't even think about it. But when we think about those in terms of God's grace, in terms of perhaps they did fulfill their karmic mission and there is life after them and their parents or lovers or loved ones can find meaning in the next phase, can teach others to love in a new way as a result of their brilliant shining light. Yeah. We will come to terms with things and find gratitude. And that gratitude never really goes away. Never. All we got to do is just find it. Right. How do you find gratitude? I practice and practice and practice. Yeah. I practice what I'm talking about. I really do sit in all moments that are challenging to me. And believe me, I got challenging moments and think, how is this happening for me mm-hmm. and not to me? Yeah. How is this possibly a good thing? Where can I find grace? Right. And I always say to God, like Oprah once did, maybe I'm not particularly happy about this right now, but I know that you know better than me <laughs> and I can find happiness on the other side of this. I know that sounds a little woo-woo, but it works. Oh, no, not, not to me. Not to me at all. I'm, I'm tracking with you. And one of the things that um, was told to me, and it was so, I don't know, it, it was so um, gut-wrenching, was that gratitude is the most short-lived emotion. And so when I heard that, I thought about different times in my life where I was grateful, but it only lasted a moment because I was going to the next thing. I was so quick to go to the next thing to experience this emotion that I just had because it was uh, quickly fading. So what I'm trying to teach myself to do now is in those moments of gratitude, just sit with it. Sit with yeah, it. Or just, or just understand that there's no problem with it being ephemeral, being, being fleeting. There's no problem with it being fleeting. If you were grateful all the time, you would be dead. You would literally, I mean, you can't just sit here feeling grateful, feeling grateful, feeling grateful, chanting all the time. But you can practice on a consistent basis and understand that this gratitude is great and you'll be grateful again and you'll be grateful again. Sure. And just practice. Here's how easy it is to practice. Forget the gratitude journal for a second. You know what I do? I walk around all day, every day saying, this is my favorite. This is my favorite podcast. This is my favorite egg sandwich. This is my favorite cat. This is my favorite rainbow. This is my favorite Trump tweets because he's crazy. And sometimes you just got to show that appreciation too for the creativity that he finds for the crazy. And that's my point. My point is gratitude is really about your way of seeing life. When you choose to see life through the eyes of appreciation. Sure. And really mean it. Yes. Life starts to become not just fleeting moments of gratitude, but just a big unfolding of awesomeness. That is so amazing and so true. Okay. So I know we're coming to it. We're coming to a close here. We're going to wrap things up, but can you give people, you've already given us a lot of nuggets, but are there any other practical tips that you can give to someone listening on how to, to make this pivot and be enthusiastic about it? Yes. Be easy on yourself. You're doing much better than you think. That is my number one recommendation. It's for people to be easier on themselves and to give themselves that grace because when you do, give yourself a break around you. 
Show yourself some love around here. Yeah. You are way less likely to take things so seriously and beat yourself up and see things as a huge problem when in fact they're just a solution waiting to be found. Instead of seeing things as such a big problem, as such a big obstacle, such a big burden, a solution that's waiting to be found, a puzzle that's waiting to be solved. That's right. There is nothing serious going on around here. I say this as a level eight suicide counselor. That is a top level suicide counselor. There is nothing serious going on around here. When we start to connect to how lucky we are to even be here, mm-hmm. breathing today, right. everything becomes a lot more manageable. So I yeah. hope that everybody is able to give themselves that grace. I also want to recommend reading and listening to podcasts like yours, Monica, every single day. Because the more people relate to messages like the one you're putting out there, Mm-hmm. the kinder they are to themselves and to others and the easier life becomes for all of us that's, that's right. a really good thing wow thank you so much coach karen um tell our listeners who or where to find you and tell thank us you. about your the pivot enthusiasm the whole the whole series that you have going on and where to find that well thank you monica i'm coach karen i'm at coach karen on instagram or karen eldad k-e-r-e-n-e-l-d-a-d.com and you can always listen to me on my podcast, Coached, where I answer people's questions. That's all I do. You just take questions and answer, like the modern Fraser Crane. And so that's cool. pretty much it. Um, I'm always here for everybody. The Pivot with Enthusiasm webinars will continue to be rolled out and hosted by wonderful people who are willing to host them for everybody. So check it out on Instagram, and I hope you catch the next seminar. That's all wonderful. Thank you again, Coach Karen. You're so awesome. Monica, what a privilege to meet you. I'm so glad that Instagram connected us. You're so yummy. So yummy for the soul. Um, And thank you, everyone that's tuned in to listen to Whole Heart. This is Monica C. Guidry. And as always, I believe that whole hearts are joyful hearts. Until we meet again. Bye.